Hi, hello, hey, uh, welcome to another video. We are gonna be talking about Cinderace and raid counters for Cinderace. I spent five hours on my Twitch stream going through over 50 different Pokemon that could or could not work for Cinderace, and I narrowed it down to the best six. Well, actually like best five. I think the sixth one is mostly fun. I wanted to give you guys some options to prepare for Cinderace. Now, that being said, we do not know Cinderace's moves. So I did narrow down what I think Cinderace could or could not have and based those six Pokemon off what Cinderace could or could not have. This could change, and if it does change when Cinderace drops, I will update these movesets, but at least you have a starting ground of where to prepare for. I think even if the moves aren't exactly what I predict here, I still think these Pokemon are rock solid going forward. Now, I did do this for Charizard, and these were the best three Pokemon I recommended for Charizard after learning Charizard's moveset. That being said, a lot of people were like, where's Fluttermane? Where is Azumarill? Those Pokemon worked, but those Pokemon were talked about a lot. When I build raid sets, I do want to build Pokemon that have synergy with other Pokemon and or work in a team situation. If you're struggling to do raids, I, I did carry over 50 people through the Charizard raid the two weekends it appeared. So if you do need help getting through the Cinderace or any future raids, you can come by my Twitch stream that weekend and I will help you get through it. The only thing I ask is either build one of these Pokemon and have that Pokemon at level 100. Before we get into the six I recommend, I wanna go through what you might already have built for Charizard and just talk about those real quick. I'm, I'm just doing simple damage calculations here and I did this for over 50 different Pokemon. That's how we got the list we did today. No EVs, no IVs, just quick damage calculations. And I just want to go through the Pokemon that were used for Charizard because a lot of people think that they could bring those Pokemon to Cinderace. And there are some yeses and there's some noes. Mostly there's a lot of noes and maybe one yes. So let's go through this. And remember, we don't 100% know Cinderace's moveset, but we, <laughs> but I, I'm 100% confident that we'll have Pyro Ball and High Jump Kick. Fire type Pokemon, Pyro Ball being its signature move, High Jump Kick being one of the strongest fighting type moves in the game that it can learn. And then other moves are just good coverage moves. Uh, we do know that Cinderace is a physical Pokemon, so it's highly unlikely it has any of the special moves that it learns. Let's go through, uh, let's start with Fluttermane, because I did not include that on my Charizard graphic and people were um, upset. I think Fluttermane is a great Pokemon. It is an absolutely the biggest no here to Cinderace. Uh, as you can see, even a non-super effective move, Pyro Ball, pretty much one-shots Fluttermane. Uh, it's possible that Cinderace can learn Sucker Punch. Now, Sucker Punch is completely avoidable with Psychic Terrain. We'll get to that later. Um, and then the two moves that provide the best fairy coverage, and these moves are unsure that we, we're unsure if Cinderace will have those, are Iron Head and Gunk Shot. And that's going to scare away most fairy-type Pokemon. A gunk Shot is probably the biggest stretch here. I think it was safe to say that a lot of people thought that Charizard would have Solar Beam, and he didn't end up having Solar Beam. I kind of feel like gunk Shot could fit into that slot, but I do think that Iron Head is, is going to be a given here on Cinderace, uh, because Iron Head is super great coverage, uh, and... I, I really don't see why Game Freak wouldn't put Iron Head on this. But that being said, you can see here that Pyroball, Iron Head, Gunk Shot just completely destroys Fluttermane. And even if it didn't have Iron Head and Gunk Shot, I'm not sure why you would bring Fluttermane to a situation where Pyroball can pretty much one-shot it. We know Py it, it's literally Cinderace's signature move. There's no way it doesn't have Pyroball, right? Okay, so Fluttermane out of the question. Do not bring Fluttermane. The next one was my one of my personal picks. Dashbun, love Dashbun. Uh, it doesn't get hit by fire type moves, so I obviously took Pyroball off this list. 
Cinderace gets a lot of physical, normal type moves. So for my examples and for my calculations, I put double edge on there. Obviously, there's recoil with that, but I think double edge covers most of the other normal type moves it can learn. And as you can see here, double edge, high jump kick, iron head, gunk shot, your problems go back to iron head and gunk shot because dash bun is fairy. Now, if it doesn't get iron head and gunk shot, this is going to be the theme for a lot of these Pokemon you've used for Charizard. Probably safe to bring uh, Doxbun, doc, sorry, Doxbun. But Double Edge, if it has it, still still can two-shot in that situation. Third is Sylveon. Sylveon was another pick that I had for Charizard. I think Sylveon is great. Its special defense is so much higher than its defense. If you look here, again, Iron Head Gunk Shot completely destroys uh, Double Edge and Pyro Ball doing amazing damage still to Sylveon, two-shotting it. There's just not a situation where I would ever recommend a Pokemon for a raid that has the possibility of getting one shot. Even if a move is doing close to 70 or 80 damage, the next move being able to uh, knock it out is just not really recommended here. Um, obviously, Reflect, Light Screen, that kind of stuff helps. But right off the bat, if it does have Iron Head and Sylveon survives it, 10% HP left isn't looking great for, uh, for your raid going forward. My number one pick for Charizard was Grimmsnarl. I carried and helped so many people defeat Charizard with Grimmsnarl. And unfortunately, my boy Grimmsnarl does not work here very well. Here's the moveset. Uh, if, if Cinderace has Pyroball, High Jump Kick, Iron Head, Gunk Shot, just all across the board, Grimmsnarl is not looking good. You, you can get a screen up and that would help. But um, again, I don't, I don't really know if Grimmsnarl is the play. But I, I, I have options for you. So don't worry about that. Finally, the talk of the town, what every uh, YouTuber under the sun recommended except me, is Azumarill. Now, it, there is a possibility that, that Cinderace could learn Trailblaze, which is a grass-type move. Uh, I just included it on there just to show that if Cinderace had a grass-type move against a water-type Pokemon, what would that look like? But we're looking at Trailblaze, Double-Edge, Ironhead, Gunkshot. Going back to what I said just a couple Pokemon ago, if Cinderace has Gunkshot, even bef even at full health, Azumarill does not live that. Uh, and if you're belly drumming at that point, you have a lot of options uh, for Cinderace to finish you off, especially if you do not have a Pokemon setting up Reflect in this situation. I don't think Azumarill is the play here. I think there are so many better and safer options, although I think a lot of you all, if you read the comments to my last raid video, it was just nonstop commenters complaining about Azumarill players ruining their raids. I do think Azumarill is a good Pokemon in the right hands, but I think a lot of people built Azumarill without the understanding of when to belly drum and how to use it. And I think if, if you're belly drumming recklessly, you're only hurting your team. You're not benefiting your team in the way you think you are. I could spend a whole 10 minutes going on about how Azumarill can be played well, but most of the time it's not. And usually it's not the Pokemon. It's the player behind Azumarill who is just not a team player, not reading the room, not understanding what they want to do. They're just hyper-focused in belly drum and whatever move they're going to hit after that. There's that probability or that chance where they're the one fainting and they're the one decreasing your timer. Out of all of the Charizard picks, Azumarill is the best, but I have six better Pokemon. Now, I was asked, you know, as we were going through this, hey, what about Gardevoir? As you can see here, Pyroball, Double Edge, Iron Head, Gunshot, Gardevoir, it's a no. I don't think you can make it work. Uh, is it the absolute worst pick in the entire world? No, I obviously like a normal type Pokemon or a grass type Pokemon might be the worst pick in the entire world, but uh, I, I wouldn't recommend Gardevoir. Finally, people kept asking about Espartha, Espathra, even though she has a cool moveset, 
she's just going to get two shot by probably pretty much every move here. Uh, I don't even have, yeah, I, it, Pyroball's a given, and Pyroball's doing up to 80% damage, which is, even with a Reflect next turn, you're still getting two shots. So I, those are those are two quick Pokemon. I, do, I don't recommend. I know they weren't br brought to Charizard, but they were, they were frequently asked about, so... Okay, let's get into my top three, I guess. I think these are my top three. Not in any order. Uh, I think these are really great. Let's start with Slowbro. S Slowbro is a water psychic Pokemon. Ability doesn't actually matter here. <laughs> Oblivious or own tempo. I just don't want you guys spending time looking for like the perfect ability. Honestly, on Slowbro, it doesn't matter. The item we're using is the terrain extender to make psychic terrain last longer. Uh, Terra type is psychic. And the moveset I have here is psychic, nasty plot, psychic terrain, and slack off. Psychic's going to be your damaging move. Nasty Plot, you're always want, going to want to do and set up. Psychic Terrain is going to boost your uh, your Psychic-type moves and your teammates' Psychic-type moves. That's really important. You're going to see that theme going forward. Um, psychic Terrain also has the ability to shut down priority moves. That means your Sucker Punches or their Sucker Punches. It is likely that Cinderace has Sucker Punch as a Dark-type move to cover Psychic Pokemon coming to this raid. And Psychic Terrain shuts it off. They cannot use Sucker Punch at all. That also shuts off, you know, moves like Bullet Punch. Not that you would probably want to use Bullet Punch, but you can't use it. Psychic Terrain does boost Psychic-type moves. This was a big misconception in the Charizard raids. People were Misty Terraining to boost Fairy-type moves. Misty Terrain does not boost the damage of Fairy-type moves. It only decreases the damage of Dragon-type moves. Psychic Terrain is going to be a pattern here. Terrain Extender is going to let that last for eight turns instead of five turns. Finally, you have Slack Off. I like to include moves like Slack Off and Recover on these graphics because I do aim for these graphics to be for people who are a little bit unfamiliar with building Pokemon for uh, harder difficulty situations in these games. In your own case, I completely understand that some people do not want to be a weak link in their raids, and the easiest way to show the other teammates that you're the weak link is by dying the most, because that hurts the team, it hurts the timer. Having moves like Recover or Slack Off gets you health back without you feeling like you need to uh, rely on somebody else. I think two other moves that you could make work here are Rain Dance and Chilling Water. Chilling Water is really great for Cinderace. You're not going to hit the super effective because Cinderace is going to be a fighting type Pokemon, not a fire. But in Rain Dance, it's going to do more. Rain Dance is also going to decrease the fire type moves that Cinderace does know, such as Pyro Ball. Uh, Rain Dance is going to boost the uh, water type moves. And Chilling Rain has a really cool effect. It will decrease Cinderace's attack stat by one stage. You can do that six times in a battle. That is really great because Cinderace is going to be a physical attacker. Even in a situation, you could build a support Slowbro, you know, get rid of Nasty Plot, get rid of Psychic, run Rain Dance and Chilling Rain instead if you just want to provide support. Uh, that totally works. If you do want to build more of a support Slowbro, I would put EVs into HP and Defense, and then I would run a Bold Nature instead of a Modest. Modest is just going to give you a little so, uh, extra support power. The thing about, like, Nasty Plot 2 is you're always going to want a Nasty Plot or Swords Dance, or do any of those moves turn one almost always. And then I would probably hold off on doing that again until the raid boss resets the, the stats. Uh, the raid boss is almost always going to reset the stats once their shield goes up. So you don't want to spend too much time doing like two or three nasty plots to get that reset. I would maybe do one Psychic Terrain if you're putting that up or if a teammate's putting that up, and then Psychic. And then once your stats get reset again, that's where you want to go for the two or three nasty plots. Especially if the end of the raid boss is going to be spamming moves. My second pick here is probably actually my number one pick. 
Uh, Armor Rouge is probably going to do the most damage out of uh, all the other Pokemon suggested here. Uh, so I do want to kind of explain how it works. Armor Rouge does have the ability Flash Fire. And now Flash Fire is going to boost a Pokemon's attack or a special attack by 50%. That's a plus one during the uh, damage calculation when you're using a fire type move. Now, in this case, we're not using any fire type moves, but we're still not getting hit by fire type moves, which is great. We're going to run Psychic Terrain. Again, if you're standing next to a Slowbro, the Slowbro might run Psychic Terrain instead of you. If you don't have any Psychic Terrain users near you, you're going to have to be the one that presses that. And then we're going to use Expanding Force. Uh, we can use Calm Mind to boost our special attack. It also boosts our special defense, but we're not worried about special defense here. So having a plus one in special attack is really great. Uh, we do have access to Reflect. If no one else can run access to Reflect, you do have the option to put that up, which is great against Cinderace. Again, a physical attacking Pokemon. But our cream of la crop, I don't know, that's not the expression, is Acid Spray. Acid Spray is does some damage, but we're not worried about the damage. What it's going to do is it's going to decrease Cinderace's special defense by negative two which is going to let Expanding Force do more damage, but it's also going to let your teammates who are special attackers also do more damage. What's really great is Acid Spray works when the shield is up. So normally when a raid boss's shield is up, you can't Thunder Wave it, you can't Sleep it, you can't uh, Screech it, but moves that hit them will still have the effect. Getting a raid boss down to a negative six special defense while using your own special attacks are going to do major damage. There is a chance that Cinderace could run uh, Swords Dance, which would be really scary, especially in a situation where the shields are up. You won't be able to taunt it to stop it from Swords Dancing. Clear Smog would get rid of those buffs on that end. Clear Smog is probably a must if Cinderace has access to Swords Dance. Not every Pokemon should be doing every role, right? So I consider Armor Rouge an attacker, and I consider some other Pokemon support. So ideally, hopefully a support Pokemon is with you to do these things like Psychic Terrain, Reflect, etc. But Armor Rouge does have access to that. Uh, we're putting Twisted Spoon on to make sure that with Acid Spray in Psychic Terrain and using Expanding Force, we're doing as much Psychic-type damage as possible. And that's why we're running the Twisted Spoon on Armor, on Armor Rouge. Armor Rouge's brother, cousin, Cerulege, kind of the same thing here. Uh, still the same ability to flash fire. It does take advantage of that with Bitter Blade, and Bitter Blade does help you get your health back. Now, Cerulege does get access to Reflect. Again, same situation as Armor Rouge. Uh, ideally, hopefully, you have a support Pokemon that can handle the Reflects. It also has access to Will-O-Wisp, which uh, halves Cinderace's physical attack stat. That's great. This is a little weird because you have both Bulk Up and Sword Stance. I think both are situational here. Bulk Up is really good because uh, it increases your physical attack and your physical defense. Um, Sword Stance is plus two to your uh, physical attack. So again, I think this is situational. I, I don't think one is better than the other, but I don't think you would need to use both in a battle. It just kind of depends on, again, the Pokemon you're standing next to and Cinderace's final moveset. Um, but it does have access to both. And then Psycho Cut is your primary damage move. Now, again, like, like I said with Nasty Plot, you're going to always probably want to Swords Dance on turn one and then wait to have your stats reset by the raid boss and then Swords Dance two or three times and then spam Psycho Cut. Now, we're putting Metronome onto Cerule Edge because the more you use Psycho Cut in a row, the more damage it's going to do over and over. That's why you want to get your Swords Dances up first and then spam Psycho Cut. You also want to be healthy. So, you know, if you need to run a Bitter Blade or you need to ask your teammates for a cheer, 
so you can be healthy and not get distracted from hitting a different button other than Psycho Cut after you start your Psycho Cut uh, game plan. Before I get to the next three Pokemon, I do want to take a second and say, hey, I would appreciate if you take a second and comment, like, hit the bell, subscribe, do all that stuff that you're supposed to do on YouTube. These, these graphics take a ton of work, and then on top of doing the graphics, I try to explain them in an easy way for more casual people to be to feel more confident in these raid situations. So yeah, leaving a comment, subscribing, all that stuff, super, super helpful. But here are the next three Pokemon. Uh, my next pick I think is really solid, and uh, it goes back to kind of being a support Pokemon and kind of being an attacker, kind of like, a, uh, like Slowbro where it's not fully attack, but it's not fully support. I think Pelipper fits fits the bill here. Its ability Drizzle lets rain go up right away. This is great. It decreases the damage coming from fire type moves. Uh, it also boosts water type attacks. But on top of that, Cinderace is going to be weak to flying type Pokemon. Uh, and Hurricane has not 100% accuracy, just it can never miss in the rain. So even in a wild situation, if Cinderace, it does have access to Mudslap, it uses Mudslap to decrease your accuracy, Hurricane cannot miss in the rain. Hurricane also has a 30% chance of confusing. Confusion is great for a raid boss because that's, that's less turns that it's attacking you and instead hurting itself with confusion. Chilling Water, same thing as Slowbro, has a, uh, has a guaranteed chance of decreasing the attack stat. Pelipper has access to Roost, giving yourself health back, and with the held item Damp Rock, Drizzle will last eight turns. You do have Rain Dance again if you need to put that back up. If you feel confident about not needing to put Rain Dance back up, Aqua Ring is also there for you. Maybe you want Aqua Ring instead of Roost. Um, and of course, Helping Hand is, is never a bad option because I think Pelipper is really great here, and I do think it pairs well with a lot of teams. I think this is an interesting pick. I just like Arcadine a lot, but I think it works here. Same deal with the flash fire cannot be hit by fire type moves. But in this situation, I think Arcanine has a lot of great supports. So this kind of goes back to, uh, you know, Armor Rouge and Cerulege being these these big attackers that you can bring. Uh, Arcanine is more closer to the support side. Uh, Psychic Fangs obviously still going to be able to be a super effective move that Arcanine has access to. I think the real two things that really make Arcanine stand out here is Howl and Charm. Charm decreases Cinderace's physical attack by negative two every time it's used. So uh, after three charms, uh, Cinderace, Cinderace's attack is, is negative six and it won't be hitting anything for any amount of damage. And think about if there's a reflect on top of that. Uh, Arcanine is one of those Pokemon that will be able to come in and charm Cinderace down and be able to keep your team alive while still doing okay damage with Psychic Fangs. Now, Howl is an also a great move, uh, especially in a situation where you have other physical attackers around you. If you had three Cerule Edge and an Arcanine, for example, and you Howl, you're going to give all those Cerule Edge a plus one attack stat within one turn, which is fantastic. You get Helping Hand because Arcanine is more of a support Pokemon here. And some other moves, you know, maybe you have a, a, a Fairy type, Arcanine, you want to run play rough instead of Psychic Fangs as possible, although still worrying about Iron Head and Gunk Shot. And another support move you can use maybe instead of Helping Hand is Will-O-Wisp to decrease that attack. I think just though spamming Charm is going to be better in that sense. Even Arcanine is Citrus Berry just in case it takes a big hit right off the bat. 
it's gonna get some of that health back. And finally is Bronzong. I do not think Bronzong is the absolute best Pokemon, but it is one of those Pokemon that do get access both to Reflect and Rain Dance. Another one being Slowking, although Slowking's defense stat is not as good as Slowbro's defense stat. Slowking is an honorable mention, I guess, but I think Bronzong is really cool here. So Bronzong has the ability Heat Proof, which pretty much makes it so that Fire-type moves are not super effective, and it gets access to Reflect. Like we talked about, it gets access to Rain Dance. So if a Reflect and a Rain Dance is up, and we have Heat Proof, we won't have to worry about any more Pyro Balls after that point. So we'll kind of have to worry about the high jump kicks a little bit. But that's where Iron Defense comes in. Iron Defense is going to give you a plus two every time you use it. And if you use it three times, you're going to be at plus six. According to my calculations, if you have a uh, plus six Bronzong with a Reflect, all of Cinderace's moves are going to do about eight to ten percent damage to you. You will be unstoppable at that point. On top of having access to Metal Sound, Metal Sound is going to lower the target's special defense stat by two stages. So Metal Sound is going to perfectly pair well next to a Pelipper. It's going to pair well next to Armor Rouge. It's going to pair well next to Slowbro. Um, it's one of those moves that really benefit the entire team. And I like to pick Pokemon to recommend to you guys that help the entire team. Uh, you know, we looked at a Pokemon like Salamence, which which does have access to flying type moves, have access to psychic type moves, uh, resist fire, resist fighting, but it didn't do anything to really benefit the other members that were in the party with it. So I like to try to make sure that the Pokemon I'm building for you has synergy with Pokemon that could possibly be to your left or to your right. Now, Stored Power is such an interesting move. What it does is every time you get a stat boost, even if it's in a stat that you don't actually use, it will do 20 more damage. So how this works is, let's say you Iron Defense three times. That will give you plus six in defense. So not only was, does that make you pretty much a tank in front of Cinderace and he can't do anything to you, but it brings the damage that store power does from 20 to 140, making it as strong as a hyper beam without needing a cooldown every turn. Although hyper beam is 150, so almost as strong as a hyper beam. Hyper beam also has a 90% accuracy. Store power is 100%. Let's do a different. Let's do a different calculation. Let's say you were able to get six iron defenses and you were standing next to an Arcanine that gave you two howls. You would end up being able to do 180 damage, which is 30 more than Hyper Beam, which is an insane amount of damage. So what's what's the problem with Bronzong? Well, the problem is Bronzong, out of all these Pokemon, can take the most damage from Cinderace right off the bat. Now, Bronzong takes significantly less damage once a Reflect goes up. I would re really only recommend bringing Bronzong to a raid battle if another Pokemon is going to be able to set up Reflect and or if another Pokemon is going to set up Rain Dance. I think ideally, if you had a Pelipper and maybe a Slowbro next to you uh, while you're bringing Bronzong, I think that is incredibly safe to do and you'll be able to do your Iron Defense Stored Power Strat. Really, if you can bring out Bronzong and somebody else can safely reflect and Drizzle activates rain right away and you can get one iron defense, you are going to be set up really for the rest of the match. Now, there will be probably a point where Cinderace resets your iron defense. That's okay because you'll still have those two things, the, the rain and the light and the reflect to help out. But once you start getting back up your iron defense again, Cinderace will not be able to take you out. 
and you will be powering up your stored power for a really huge amount of damage late game. And before that late game, you can start spamming Metal Sound to then benefit both the Pelipper and the Slowbro and your own attack near the end of that raid. I think sometimes we underestimate how just having a Pokemon survive a long time is a really, really good thing in raids. Because every time a Pokemon dies, your timer is taking a huge chunk out of it and you're getting closer and closer to losing. If you don't want to go with the store power strat, I would just recommend Zen Headbutt. That's fine here. But I think Bronzong is kind of like the fun Pokemon to bring if you can make it work. Uh, I think you would just have a lot of fun with it. So those are all my suggestions. Like I said, I went over 50 Pokemon. I think these are some of the best. Obviously, if you want to tweak, if you want to change the moves, if you want to change the EVs, that's up to you. If you're just a poke, if you're just a person that's like, give me the goods. Here are the goods. And that is it. That is uh, the six Pokemon that I recommend for Cinderace based off the moves that I think that it might actually have. Like I said, if it doesn't have Gunk Shot, I think you can sneak in a few more fairies, except for Fluttermane. That's still going to be a no-go. If you missed out on Charizard or you struggled with Charizard and you're looking for help, if you if you build one of these Pokemon and come into my Twitch stream uh, the two weekends that it will be available, I will be more than happy to help you get that Cinderace completed so you can catch it. That's all I got. I hope you enjoyed today's video. Let me know if you have any comments uh, or questions down below, or maybe I missed a very important Pokemon here uh, that you think matters. Uh, I think these are good, though. Anyways, thank you.